SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. Welcome to your Extraordinary Life by Design, where each week we will dive into tips and strategies on how to incorporate strong self-care habits, which will help you create, design, and sustain the life you want to live with confidence, grace, ease, and flow, and one where you can wake up to each morning with gratitude. Hi, I'm your host, Leslie Godet, Mindset and Emotional Awareness Coach for Women. If you want to create healthy habits to support your overall well-being so that you can avoid the burnout, people-pleasing, stop chasing after perfectionism, avoid comparison syndrome, and chasing after every magic pill, then you're in the right place because these are some of the things we will cover as the weeks go by. So I hope that you're ready to take back your life. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Your Extraordinary Life by Design. I'm your host, Leslie, and today I want to talk about the act of extending grace and forgiveness. First, I want to remind you that it's essential for your emotional well-being to achieve self-awareness around your emotions so that you make better decisions on how you respond when you are triggered. In addition, achieving self-awareness means taking time to getting to know who you are, being open to change, and embracing that pivoting may be part of the process. In fact, change, along with pivoting, are part of the process that we oftentimes resist. Now, before I get started, let me quickly run through the trigger cycle just as a refresher. When it comes to our trigger cycle, our emotional cycle and repeat, there are six key factors to our decision-making process when we are emotionally triggered. There's the event, something happens that triggers an emotion, followed by what I call the space-between moment where you are thinking about what is happening and deciding what it means. Then there's the emotion, how what happened makes you feel, and the level of intensity of your emotion. Then comes a decision, where you assign a meaning to what happened, followed by your response, which are the actions you take, what you say and or do based on how you are feeling and the meaning you gave. And then finally the reward, the results, the effect of your actions. So with that being said, Let's get to today's topic, which is how forgiveness plays into our emotional trigger cycle. Forgiveness. What is forgiveness? Well, the dictionary describes it this way. Forgiveness is the action or process of forgiving or being forgiven. Who gets it? Do you have to meet a certain standard in order to be eligible for forgiveness? And when we forgive others, are we truly forgiving them? Or are we saying, okay, but I won't forget this slight and we hold on to it as ammunition to use at a later date. Meaning, do we choose to forgive but never forget, and hold ourselves emotionally hostage, never letting it go, and pulling it out of our emotional toolbox as arsenal if something similar happens in the future? And do we choose to hold grudges because giving forgiveness or extending grace doesn't come easily due to trust issues, thereby never allowing ourselves to forgive in any way, giving away all of our emotional well-being, and giving away all of our emotional power over to a negative emotion. 
When you think about it more, if you are hostage to your emotions, are you even open to extending forgiveness or even receiving forgiveness from others? Because that in itself, being open to receiving forgiveness, can be hard too, especially when it comes down to self-esteem issues and how you feel about yourself. And if you are, are someone who puts their self-worth in the hands of everyone else, allowing others to, to decide if you are worthy or not. Perhaps not trusting that you are, are enough as you are, and that you only get goodness from others, or praise from others, or even love from others by doing everything under the sun to please them, and believing that in order to be given any kind of grace or sense of worth, and in order to feel confident that you can even deserve it, Maybe you believe you must receive the validation from someone else. Taking it one step further, if you do something or say something to hurt someone, you carry the guilt of that with you, even if you say you're sorry and they forgive you. So why do we do that? The answer is simple. You can't accept forgiveness of being forgiven because you feel you are not worthy of forgiveness and that you deserve to suffer emotionally. Now let's dive a little bit further and let me ask you this. Do you include yourself when you forgive someone for whatever you are in the process of forgiving? For example, if someone wrongs you and you carry the guilt or the negative emotions with you for a very long time and allow it to fester and make you feel emotionally drained and miserable, and then they ask for forgiveness and you forgive them, do you also turn to yourself and tell yourself that you forgive yourself for carrying this baggage around for so long, allowing it to manipulate you and make you feel a certain way, never allowing yourself to move past it. And so instead, you continue to make yourself feel unworthy and undeserving, and that keeps you from moving past it. Does this resonate with you? And if it does, it could be that you are using whatever you are holding on to to punish others or to even punish yourself. If you keep yourself stuck in this mindset, You will never allow yourself to embrace life and enjoy life because you will stay stuck in the past of mistakes by others and yourself, never allowing yourself permission to extend grace to others or for or to you and denying yourself the ability to feel empathy or compassion, which leads to more love and gratitude. Empathy to never judge another person because you understand that you have not experienced their life, that you have not walked in their shoes, which allows you to see it from their perspective so that you understand them more. Compassion, to allow yourself to hold space for someone else, knowing that hurt people hurt people, and extending grace to them and to yourself so that you can truly forgive and let it go and not hold on to a grudge that only holds you back from your potential. And more love because you will have learned to be grateful that you have learned something about what it means to be human when you extend empathy and compassion to others. And you learn to love more, extend grace more, and forgive more, letting things go and not holding on to them as weapons to hurt others in order to protect yourself, which allows you to live a more joyful life, where you are in the present, enjoying your experiences, building deeper bonds with your loved ones, and anchoring in celebration memories because you have tapped into the energy of gratitude. That's why forgiveness of yourself is so important, equally as important as forgiving someone else. If you don't forgive yourself for your part in harming yourself emotionally, carrying that baggage around with you, you can't truly move on from it, can you? Meaning, if someone said something or did something that truly hurt you, and then they apologize, and although you forgave them, you still held on to it, and you still carry the hurt feelings with you, 
the feelings of inadequacy and the feelings of unworthiness, you haven't truly moved on. All that you are doing is you are still punishing yourself with those hurt feelings and you can't move forward with your daily life feeling good about yourself because you are in essence saying that you are not worthy of giving or receiving of forgiveness or that you are not worthy to let go once you have forgiven someone else. One of the things that I have found in working with my clients is that most times people are willing and accepting of giving forgiveness to others once they feel genuinely confident to do that. But when it comes to forgiving themselves, it usually meets with resistance. In fact, one of my first clients that I had the privilege of working with expressed to me that she didn't know how to forgive herself because when she would look at past things that happened in her life, she started a narrative in her head that said, you were to blame for what happened and so you deserved to be treated badly and to carry the shame of it. Never letting herself go and never, never letting herself release herself from the past. She took on the responsibility of the bad behavior of others as if it was her fault, as if it was her responsibility for what happened to her, as if it was her responsibility to carry that burden. When certain events happened and some things were done or words were said by others to her that were hurtful, she automatically went to a place where she took on that responsibility as her own, her crutch to bear, because she felt she wasn't worthy of better. So this became her way of thinking for many decades. In working with her, part of the process was taking her through the forgiveness piece of the program that I created. And when it came time to forgiveness of others, she quickly stepped in and was able to find the words to forgive them for what happened and was also able to release them from any blame for her part, which was her carrying the shame around with her all of this time and allowing it to influence her self-worth for so many years. In forgiving them and releasing them, it would allow her to embrace forgiving herself. But that was easier said than done because in order to forgive herself, she had to put down the baggage. She had to take off the weight from her shoulders and admit that she was worthy and deserving to let it go. And that was very hard for her to do because she'd been holding on to these things that had been shaping her life for such a long time that she was afraid to let go of partly because it defined her life for so long and she was afraid of who she would be without this baggage hanging over her head. Now, this is not to blame her in any way or to validate that she deserved the same because she wouldn't let go. We've all been there. I've been there. In fact, I have gone through many what I call brain dump exercises so that I could release my hold over baggage that I, I had no business carrying around and allowing it to influence my life. I would hang on tightly to things that didn't serve me because I didn't believe I was worthy or deserving of letting go. I didn't recognize that it wasn't my burden to carry anymore because I had God in my corner, and he always promised that if it got too heavy, that he would carry it for me. And so I finally learned to release it, and I forgave myself for carrying it with me for so long. That was huge. And it was a relief to finally let go of the past so that I can embrace my present and with confidence look to my future. So my question to you is this. What have you held on to for so long that you have taken on the responsibility of whether it's someone else's actions or someone else's words, and you've allowed that shame or guilt or whatever emotion you have assigned to it to drive you in the way that you show up in the world when emotionally triggered? Are you holding on to something right now that you know it's time for you to let go and free yourself from? Or maybe you haven't quite allowed yourself to forgive you for carrying around the baggage for so long. Maybe you have forgiven someone else, but you haven't forgiven yourself 
Or maybe someone expressed forgiveness to you, but you haven't accepted it because you feel unworthy. So instead, you carry the negative emotion with you and let it manage you around your emotional cycle that you go through every day. Are you ready to take out the trash? Are you ready to let go of the past and no longer let it rule your life? Are you willing to extend yourself grace for carrying the past without judgment or criticism and forgive yourself, letting yourself start truly living your life from a place of joy and gratitude? If you are ready to let it go, I'll leave you with a simple exercise that I have done with my clients many times that has been highly successful. This exercise is called Letters of Forgiveness. You will write a letter of forgiveness to each person you need to forgive. For example, my client had to write a letter to each of these five people. One for her mom, one for her dad, one for her stepmom, one for her siblings, and one for her husband. And finally, I had her write a letter for herself. One letter that you write, it has to be to you because you have to learn to be able to also let it go to release yourself. So you write everything you need to say and you haven't said it loud, but has been on your heart for so long, keeping you in the stuck feeling of loneliness, anger, and sadness. Tell them how you feel. Tell them how what they did hurt you and why. Then once you have it all out onto paper, tell them that you forgive them, that although you may not understand why they did what they did or why they said what they said, you're willing to let it go because it doesn't serve you to hold on to negative feelings, emotions and memories that have been shaping your life and how you've been living or rather that have held you back from living. Once you are finished, sign your name and fold it in half and put it into an envelope and close it and then write their name on the outside of the envelope. One last thing, add something positive under their name on the outside of the envelope to remember them with joy rather than just with sorrow. Do that for each person. Then write a letter to yourself and forgive yourself for carrying the weight of all of this pain with you for so long. Forgive yourself for not letting it go and not allowing yourself to live your life with more joy, love, and gratitude. Once you have completed the forgiveness letter to yourself, close it up and write your name on it. Then write something positive about yourself on the outside of the envelope, something that you are truly grateful about you. When you have all of your letters completed, you are ready to complete the forgiveness process. What you will do is this. Find a quiet space where you will not be disturbed. Close your eyes. Take deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing all the air. Do this a couple more times until you can feel your body starting to relax. Once you're feeling relaxed, return your breathing to a relaxing rhythm, in through your nose and out through your nose. Now imagine that there is a candle in front of you that has a beautiful soft glow. You wonder at the beautiful bowl that it is sitting inside of. Watch the flame as it dances. Notice how beautiful the flame is and the soft warming and calming glow as it bounces its light off of the beautiful glass bowl. We're going to go through all of the people that you have written forgiveness letters for and we will save yours for last. Now visualize the person you want to forgive, whether it's your mom, your dad, your husband, your sibling, whomever it is, 
visualize that person standing in front of you on the other side of the candle. Look into the, the flame of the candle. It represents love and kindness. Now imagine that you are placing the letter that you wrote to this person into the candle's flame. Place it into the bowl fully and watch as it starts to light up fully and slowly burn away. Once a part of the flame, it turns into beautiful white light. Now I want you to imagine moving this white light into the person you want to forgive and then say out loud, I forgive you as many times as needed. After you've forgiven that person, wrap yourself in the white light to remove any leftover traces of resentment or anger or sadness. Thank yourself for having the courage to forgive this person. Now breathe in through your nose for a count of five and hold it at the top and then breathe out slowly through your mouth for a count of five. One more time. Breathe in through your nose for a count of five and hold for a count of two. And then when you're ready, release your breath with a sigh. Do this for every person that you wrote a forgiveness letter for, including yourself. Now slowly open your eyes. Give thanks to yourself for being brave to face the past that has been carried around like a weight. Give thanks to God for giving you the strength to carry this burden so long, and thanks to God for taking the burden from you. You are worthy of forgiveness. Trust in that. Trust that God deems you worthy. I hope that this exercise was helpful for you, that you've learned about extending grace and forgiveness, the importance of releasing yourself from the past and that you begin your journey to a beautiful and extraordinary life, one day at a time. Have an amazing rest of your day and a beautiful week, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and sharing your energy with me. I would love to stay in touch, so let's connect. Please follow me on Facebook and Instagram. If you liked this episode and what you are learning, Please head over to whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on and give me some love so that I can reach more people and help them. And if you want to have a conversation around what you are learning because you feel like you could use a little more insight or possibly see what working with me could look like for you, then be sure to reach out to me at lesliegoodettcoaching at gmail.com and let's set up a quick 15-minute chat. For now, I'll see you next time. feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soulwin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soulwin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soulwin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soulwin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.